Hey everybody, welcome to Hope Something Six. I'm Bert. This one is Matt. <laughs> and today uh, we'll be doing our last episode for the pre-election coverage. Uh, because next time we do this, the election will be over and hopefully we'll have a winner. Maybe. Whoever, whoever that might be. So today we're going to kind of go over what's happening in the election now. Uh, how this kind of um, this similarities and differences to the 2016 election and what we think may happen uh, during different scenarios of say uh, you know a convincing uh, Biden victory convincing Trump victory or a close victory one way or the other and uh, yeah then uh, next week, we'll talk about, hopefully, who won and what that means. Roving hordes of wild dogs running through the street. Armed militias guarding the 7-Eleven, dictating, dictating your ration of ramen for the day. Can I get a little extra salt? Kill him! <laughs> We're, uh... Not at that segment yet, Matt. So, what's going on today? So, if you take all the recent polls nationally, uh, Biden's up by about nine points. Uh, the latest Fox News poll, which just came out uh, this morning, which uh, covered three days uh, until the 29th uh, has Biden up by 8 points. Oh, you got some hot data there. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at real clear politics, and it said the 20th was the last of theirs. And that was only 5 points for the 3 point margin of error for Biden. And you're saying 8? 8 with a margin error of what? Of 0. Um... One second, let me get back to it. Illegal. Don't count it. <laughs> what the hell is this number? I don't trust it. Alright, so... 2.5 points, margin of error. Hmm, hopefully that's a big enough victory. A resounding victory. I wonder, I wonder if, is it possible to have too big... I might have talked about this already. Too big a margin of victory. <laughs> um, Texas just reported that their entire vote total was already yeah. hit in early voting. Their entire vote total. That means the so-called red tide, or red wave, whatever you want to call that. A little, a little Florida joke there, a little Algel Bloom joke. Uh, that's coming on election day is still yet to happen. Yeah, that that was pretty surprising. The they got over nine million votes in Texas already. Intense. Very. I wonder if so. Is that the, uh, is that yeah, the this LeBron will be this will be a very. <laughs> what did you say? The LeBron James bump, the celebrity bump. Every single yeah, celebrity no. can't afford to not say go vote right now. Yeah. The LeBron James bump didn't really do anything last time. Mm. 
but uh, yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see what the hell happens on election day, what kind of turnout there'll be. But uh, but yeah, just in general, the early voting has been significantly higher than before, uh, and there's been a pretty good increase in new voters, uh, at least since uh, from 2016 to now. Uh, the increase has mostly been young people and minorities. There's been a little bit of an increase of uh, white people, but um, the minority vote has increased from er- you know with early voting, and young people have uh, increased you know like from 2016 to early voting now. So uh, definitely good numbers for Biden that way. <clears throat> now. Kind of pulling back to 2016, and I was looking at all the polls and, you know, how Clinton was doing around this time, a little bit before. So, yeah, pretty much a week before the election, she started, like, tanking hard. Like, her her lead, like, got cut in half, basically. Mm-hmm. And, uh... So, I saw the last Fox News... Uh, poll from uh, Clinton and Trump and it was the same distance that this current like in, in the amount of days that this current uh, poll is for Fox News the current poll has by winning by plus eight so you know what's the what they called uh, in 2016 no Clinton plus two the exact number that she won by from a popular vote standpoint. Hmm. Curious. Mm. Now we're talking, are you talking nationally or are you talking uh, Pennsylvania? Nationally. Hmm. But still, like it, if that does hold and Biden wins 8% nationally, there's no way in hell. There's like, like a, almost no chance that he loses such a wide margin of victory. Like, you'd have to get, like, I think below 4% to really have a chance to, like, lose electorally. It's looking like it's going to be him, very much so. I think, didn't Trump already cancel his uh, celebration party? So they moved it to the White House... Uh, the reason they gave was because they were going to have it in a hotel in D.C. and they wanted a large crowd, you know. Uh, of course. And D- D.C. currently has a limit on how many people can be in a room at the, you know, at once uh, due to COVID concerns, and they would like surpass it by a significant amount. And if they did that and got caught, which they would 100% would the hotel would lose its liquor license and it's a Trump hotel, so... Ah, gotcha. So, so that's the reason they gave. Um, and sure, I mean, that, that that attracts maybe they don't think they're going to win. But also, if you look at the money being spent and where the two candidates are going, you can definitely surmise that uh, Trump is more on the defense and... Biden is more on the offense. Um, Biden and Kamala Harris uh, have been going to 
more states. Like uh, Biden Harris went to Texas. Well, Harris went to Texas. Biden went to Georgia. Uh, why go to Georgia unless your internal polling numbers suggest that you could actually win it? Uh, Trump is pulled a lot of money out of Minnesota, uh, Nevada, and New Hampshire, which uh, Clinton barely lost. So they were thinking that they might be able to expand out their map. But it looks like their internal polling numbers based on the amount of money they're pulling back from those states uh, looks like they're not doing too good. And public polling looks like they're also not doing too good. So, so that's another thing in Biden's favor. Uh, his favorability is still significantly higher than Trump's. Um, now, and I was talking to you about this a little bit before we started the podcast. Uh, there's really only one poll that I saw that actually has uh, Trump winning in a lot of these uh, battleground states. And here, let me kind of pull that up. So this is done by Trafalgar Group. Uh, so they... So nationally, like they, they had, in 2016, they had state and national polls mm-hmm. around the end. Uh, nationally, they said Trump would win by two points. He, you know, he lost by two nationally from, you know, from a populist perspective. Uh, so he was off by four points and the typical polls were, were off by two, having uh, Clinton win by four. Uh, Though it, it was one of the only polls that had Trump winning in the states that he won, you know, like the the blue wall states. Mm-hmm. So so that's why it, it's getting attention now. Uh, the only media outlet that it has gotten attention from is the Washington Post. Uh, not the Washington Post, the Washington Times. Sorry. Uh, yeah. the, big, uh, kind of a big difference. Kind of a big difference. So and they're they're basically like the the New York Post. They're very right wing and uh, kind of tabloidish. Uh-huh. Uh, and I so then I saw a reference to the Washington Times artic- article in the Jerusalem Post. That's how I found out about it. Um, so so there's no national poll yet at least but again had the state polls uh and it came out this morning so only had time to really delve into arizona uh the state that i live in and i so first of all uh so i looked at the poll uh had trump up by like a little over two points in arizona um and I looked at their data on the poll, which first red flag on them, uh, the Fox News poll that just came out had 25 pages of documentation. This one had nine or had 10 slides of documentation. It weren't, <laughs> weren't even like full pages. Okay. Uh, so there was that. And then, so, so some of the information that I could gleam out of 
those slides was the districts that they were polling from and the percentage of them. So, so there's nine congressional districts in Arizona. Uh, they go between uh, 10.08 to 11.57. Uh, the polling that they took was between 6.2 and 13.5. And uh, so, I, so the uh, kind of like get a snapshot here, uh, the increases of the poll population as opposed to the Arizona population by district um, the, the changes favored Trump, like the, like as far as uh, districts that poll for Biden and districts that poll for Trump, so either an increase in popul in um, in percentage for Trump leaning districts and taken away from Biden leaning districts. That was seven to nine of the districts. So, so either taking away, so lowering the percentage for Biden districts and increase the or increasing the population for Trump districts. It's a difference of seven and nine. Uh, and advantages were given to uh, white majority white districts in eight out of nine. Of the districts so the two districts that kind of got the short on the stick district 3 and district 7 8% uh, 6.2% are the only uh, districts that have Hispanic uh, majorities in those districts every other district is majority white and also those are the first and third most Biden-leaning districts. So, safe to say, this poll is horseshit. Yeah, sounds like it's a great example of lies, damned lies, and statistics. Mm -hmm. If you gerrymander the statistics to do whatever the hell you want them to do, then, hey, what do you know? Oh, boy, by the way, Mark Twain did not come up with that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's one of those, uh, I mean, there's all sorts of quotes that people either attribute to Mark Twain or uh, Oscar Wilde, just because they came up with so much other stuff that they're just these vacuums and they suck in so much other power. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. they probably came up with it. And you're, you know what, you're probably guessing right, but that one gets to go to uh, Sir Charles Dilk. Okay. So, one thing I should mention, just to be fair. Um, eh, you don't have to do that. <laughs> so the population numbers I got from districts, uh, the most recent I could find was from 2015, uh, and so you know those are five years old, and the population, the earliest population numbers I could get is from 2019. So that's a difference of four years. There's been a six percent increase in the population of Arizona since then. So. That might account for a little, little bit, maybe, maybe even that could be the other direction, but uh, there has been a 6% increase since 2005 uh, to, 
to 2019. Uh, but yeah, the, but the but the third and seventh district of how little they represented them uh, definitely skews things. Like e- even if e- e- even considering that change that growth in population. Yeah, and I, I don't. It, these po- these these polls just they can't possibly be all encompassing. And most of the time, that's exactly what happens. They end up missing poor people, or they end up missing black people, or they end up missing communities that otherwise are completely disinvested from even so, participating. So all the other, so the more traditional polls that you know are more mainstream, they go after those populations. Like, okay, we need this many. Uh, black people uh, in our you know in our study we need you know to correlate with the actual percentages and where they're polling you know and one thing that they've done they changed from 2016 to 2020 is they are putting more of an emphasis on non-college educated voters yeah. uh, than they did Be- good idea yeah. so real so the polling should show more of a, it should benefit Trump more because of the more, more of an emphasis on uh, non-college ed- educated voters because he does better with them, uh, you know, especially uh, white non-educated voters. Uh, but he is, you know, lower in the polls than he was at this time in 2016. Hmm. Let's talk about the Senate. Okay. I'm taking a look at the real clear politics here for the... Uh, so it's basically just running down the list. It doesn't. It's not as in-depth yeah. as for the presidential race, but it, it does give you a quick snapshot of whoever the hell happens to be looking at a Senate race. Out there in Arizona, it looks like that Kelly guy, Mr. Spaceman. He's pretty good. Yeah. He's got a five-point yeah, lead. For Rasmussen. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like he was going to take it. The bigger one is the Georgia Senate special election, the open primary. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, this is a. If there's a D in a parentheses, does that mean D for don't look at this? Next to the type uh-huh. of poll it is? Because it has Loeffler. Uh, miss insider trading in case anybody wanted to know who the hell that is insider trading before the coronavirus hit mm. uh, she's down by 19 points <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and not delve into that poll and do the kind of deep dive you just did because I want that to be true <laughs> yeah so so yeah that that poll was still bullshit. Um, oh, but look at this. Auburn University <laughs> did a poll in Alabama, and guess who's winning? Tommy fucking Tuberville. Tommy Tuberville. <laughs> By 11 points. <laughs> no bias there. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, In case anybody I, wanted I mean, some uh, a little quick history of Alabama football, Tommy Tuberville uh, led Auburn to several years of mediocrity. <laughs> and 
for some reason they still they, they still appreciate that. Eleven point swing. I'm just assuming that the elevated pulls are. <laughs> some of these swings are insane. Like, holy shit. I, I, did, I, I don't know. I guess some of these are just locks. This guy in New Hampshire is really going to annihilate his competitor. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, well, I mean, it's Alabama as far as, you know, Tuberville. And he's going up against a, de you know, a Democrat. True. You know, Doug, Doug Jones barely won against an alleged uh, child molester. Yeah, he did that shit. Yeah, well, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt because he was, you know, charged or convicted of it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, probably. But, uh, yeah, Tuberville yeah. has never been accused of uh, molesting children. Thus, <laughs> he will win. <laughs> he, he's a Republican who never molested children equals victory. In uh, there you go. Okay. What? That's <laughs> okay. Yeah, fair enough. Correct. All right. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> oh, I wasn't up to date. Oh yeah, I just saw on uh, YouTube last night. I got a, qu a quick clip of the the Georgian guy taking on Purdue. Yeah, and he just a blistering attack. It was fantastic. He just point blank says, "You have voted four times to eliminate pre-existing conditions. Four times. How are you going to look look the Georgians in the camera right now and tell them that you actually want them to live?" Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm 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 paraphrasing. I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but that's essentially what he just said. It was like you straight up want to kill people, and uh, he didn't have a good answer to that. <laughs> so now they're tied. <laughs> it was pretty bad. It's blistering, really. Georgia Senator does not have a good answer for do you want to kill people? <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty awful. Even I got uncomfortable and I had nothing to I didn't do anything wrong. Well, is it possible for us to uh, get a little snippet of the of a YouTube clip and insert it real quick into the podcast or no? Uh, Is that beyond your capabilities? No, I could do it. I don't know. If I, I all right. I'll, I'll try. I I, I want to get this out really soon, like you know, before the election. This is true. Okay. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll see that. Uh, well, perhaps Senator Perdue would have been able to respond properly to the COVID-19 pandemic if you hadn't been fending off multiple federal investigations for insider trading. It's not just that you're a crook, Senator. It's that you're attacking the health of the people that you represent. You did say COVID-19 was no deadlier than the flu. You did say there would be no significant uptick in cases. All the while, you were looking after your own assets and your own portfolio, and you did vote four times to end protections for pre-existing conditions. 
I'll see if there's time. That's right. To his, take. to his face. To his face, he calls him a crook. <laughs> it's fantastic. Oh, my God. You said that the COVID-19 was no deadlier than the flu. Mm-hmm. Tells him straight up, you're looking after your own portfolio. Mm-hmm. And he d- goes into the pre-existing conditions thing. Mm-hmm. It's intense. Alright, so I think that's just about all I had for kind of how the election is going. Yep. Yeah. Um, oh, it's per- going it, pretty well. Yeah. Considering. So far. Considering, yeah. So uh, Biden did go to Wisconsin, so. Yes, yeah, so I was looking at that just to make sure. Good. Finally. I'll just cross the border a little bit to Milwaukee. Okay, fine. Technically, you're there. <laughs> so, so, the aggregate of battleground states, uh, according to the Washington Post, Arizona is leading Biden. Uh, Michigan is heavy for Biden by eight points. Nevada is leading Biden. North Carolina is leading Biden. Pennsylvania is, le- is pretty hard Biden for seven. Wisconsin's hard for Biden. <laughs> it's hard for Biden by eight, uh, nine points. Yeah. Uh, we might want to clean that up in the post. Super it's hard. It's not going to get cleaned up. <laughs> uh, and none of the swing states they have that Trump has from a significant lead. So Biden's leading in Florida, Georgia, Iowa uh, by three, two, and one vote uh, points. And Trump's leading in Ohio by two, Texas by three. So. Yeah. That, that was some fucking it's... bullshit. Did you hear about Harris County? No. Harris County in Texas, they decided to do drive through, drive through, drive, drive through, yeah, drive through voting, let's call it that. And now all those votes might be discounted or just, dis, you know, not even fucking counted at all. It's going to be a pretty lengthy court battle. This shit's not going to go away. So, November 3rd, you really can't be banking on all this bullshit going away. Yeah. The thing in Pennsylvania didn't win its court case. Not that it lost its court case specifically, but the Supreme Court said uh, state legislatures, not state courts, are allowed to ex- do anything with elections. And the states, the state Supreme Court of Pennsylvania is the one that extended their ballot collection by three days. And the Supreme Court's like, mm, we're not going to rule on this yet. We're not going to rule on it yet. But there's a strong chance, this is Samuel Alito, saying that there's a strong chance it's constitutionally not right. So they're going to wait until after the election has happened to then discount people's votes. If they fucking... <laughs> like, eh, it's looking like it's not going to go our way. Let's go ahead and just uh, throw all these in the garbage. Yeah. Well, you don't have to win Texas... Uh, Pennsylvania is definitely a good to have. 
but again, Pennsylvania, the aggregate is plus seven. So they would really have to, I don't even know, that there's just not enough voter suppression that they can come up with in Pennsylvania to cover anything close to that. Like maybe like, I don't know, one, two percent, two would be super high. Well, yeah. say like one percent that, that they can suppress. It's not so much, there's, that's one front, right? I mean, they, they, they can always outflank us and find some other fucking loophole. Okay, they might not have the numbers. We know they don't have the numbers to ever actually get a proper, I don't know, consensus. So what they'll try to do is say, okay, this vote didn't count. So, or they'll say, even just the image of the election not being accurate or being safe is enough to sway enough idiots to say, oh, damn, okay, I guess we got to make sure this doesn't get counted. Well, fuck, man. I mean, that's what the Russians learned, is that from 2016, they didn't really screw with any actual votes. All they had to do was give the impression that they were screwing with votes, and it fucked people up in their heads. Letting the Russians live rent-free, as it were. Uh, I, I'm not too worried about it. I mean, it's I'm fucking, I'm fucking terrified. <laughs> I am shaking in my boots over here. Yeah, it's a lot. So you're like number three. You're like the third person I've talked to in two days that's really worried about this kind of shit. I'm more. I'm more worried about people trying some shit on election day just because I am I am an election judge. I mean, A, there's been a huge increase in early voting. Uh, and, and mostly in the swing states, so it's even higher of the voters that, you know, folks actually count. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, once they receive them and approve it, like, you know, Mine was received. It's going to get counted. It's, you know, it's out of the envelope. It's, you know, th- there's no way to say, oh, where did this vote come from? Like, it was already accepted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine too. So, so all, to all these votes like that you're talking about are people who are going to mail the goddamn ballot on fucking election day uh, and don't receive them. And, and, and it's not received earlier than three days that that's what that's what that's about and then well no it's actually they're saying that even votes that were postmarked a postmark isn't good enough yeah it has to be postmarked and received within three days of the of the postmark of election day like you can't go past three days you can't receive it three days how many fucking Ballas is that? <laughs> like, who's the asshole who... If it's fucking close. If it's fucking close, it'll matter. If it's close. It 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 has to be, like, within a percentage close. And that's exactly and how he fucking won. He won that's up. based on... By less than 1%. True. low shit. Like, Not in Pennsylvania specifically, but, you know, other places. 
Even in, in 2000, it was even closer. You remember 2000? I don't I remember. remember that. That. I, I, yeah. We I, were fucking I remember. <laughs> In two thousand, I had to go through. As a thirteen year old, okay. In two thousand, it was up to one county in one state, and that county was Broward County. So yes, of course, that's if you're gonna count on Broward County to save you, you're fucked. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna come down to that this time. I don't think any county would have been ready for the firestorm that came after that bullshit. But they still, yeah, well, the, the, the bullshit that I'm worried about is what happened during that. They stopped the count. The Supreme Court just fucking said, stop counting. So we weren't even allowed to see what the hell actually happened. Okay, but that that's that can't, almost certainly can't happen this time unless you have the same type of voting. They were going by the... Uh, you had to hole punch the fucking ballot. Right. And they were, and so you had, so you had Republic, so you had a, a Democrat and a Republican look at each, each ballot and s- say whether or not this was hole punched or not. And they were really slowing it down. It's like, oh, is that hole punched enough? Because there's a whole bunch of old people who voted and just like right. barely punched it. Right. Uh, and so, as opposed to the ballots now, where it's just like it's basically just fill in the the fucking bubble. Okay, mm-hmm. well here's one, here's the bubble that's filled in. No other bubbles are filled in. What do you get a fucking argue about? Mm-hmm. You, know, you can't you can't slow it down the same way as you did that way. True. Uh, also, <laughs> the way it was oriented, it a whole bunch of people voted for. Who the fuck was the I big third? Think it was, I think it was Pat Buchanan. <laughs> yeah, Pat Buchanan. Well, uh, an insi- a, a huge amount of Pat Buchanan votes uh, from Florida because it looked like, because it was oriented where it kind of looked like uh, hitting the Pat Buchanan uh, hole punch would be a vote for uh, Al Gore. Mm-hmm. So, like, like, I I don't think, I don't know of anyone who does the hole punching anymore, like, for that reason. Um, Since then, all I've seen is uh, fill in the bubble. That's uh, when I was voting in Florida in 2016, when I was voting here in 2020. It was the same kind of form, it was just fill in the bubble. Well, that's nice. What sucks is that the uh, you know the Brooks Brothers riot kind of shit, which was nothing but actually paid Republican operatives to just go and hassle people who have to do any kind of counting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're laughing about yeah, it now. They- that shit worked. And Roger Stone actually fucking organized it. And who got a fucking bailout out of prison? Roger that guy. Stone. That guy. It was Roger Stone. Yeah, it's Roger Stone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get there's Trump has to win like all these states that are in play, basically. So 
not only does he have to yeah it's it, I, I, I'm just not seeing there being like a huge thing I hope not like there wasn't I don't think there's going to be but uh, <laughs> a lot of people are freaked out about it but uh, alright I, th- I think that's I'm good with where we're at now when I start uh, talking the future the year 2000 <laughs> the year 2000 the year 2020 alright so let's uh, yeah, let, let, let's go most apocalyptic uh, version first what happens if it's really close and it, it's kind of like in 2000 where there's like just one or two states slash counties that uh, have to count the votes and it's really, really close. Like in the, you know, in the thousands close. Dude, Florida was down to hundreds. Sure. Yeah. Or hundreds, whatever. It's insane. Sorry, what was the question? So, what happens? <laughs> too busy stockpiling rice. What happens if we have that kind of close election? Oh man! If you thought voter intimidation—I mean, the, the if you thought voter intimidation was bad beforehand, it's going to be fucking worse. They're going to fucking go to wherever it's—it's going to be a hot spot of wherever it is that they're that they're doing the actual counting. And they're going to fuck it up. And they're going to intentionally fuck it up. Because this administration has shown time and time again that they do not want a fair fight. No. Anytime that there's a loophole that they can exploit, they're going to do it. So that's what's going to happen if they fucking... If it's tight and they have and the, and the, and the thing is on the line. He's got bills to pay, man. And he's, <laughs> he's got he's to have this job to pay it. And the 2013 repeal of the Voting Rights Act didn't fucking help out. So. Yeah. Oh, this is an antiquated law. This is an antiquated law. Thanks, John. John Roberts, you fuck. Alright, so say it's close. Let's say it's close, but uh, not too much fuckery goes around and Trump wins. Uh, then we're, well, the environment's not going to get much better. That's for fucking sure. You're going to see, if you thought that this was extreme the last four years, he's not going to, he's not up for a re-election. That means he doesn't care what anybody even thinks anymore. So what little he was able to be reined in by Fox News or whatever, it won't even matter anymore. He can do whatever the hell he wants, even more so. And now he just passed a, a directive saying that uh, he wants to be able to fire apolitical employees of the federal government much easier. That just that just mm-hmm. dropped. That just dropped that story. Apolitical employees. Now it's probably not going to pass. It's probably not going to be able to, to withstand any kind of pressure. But that's terrifying. 
the fact that he can now not he, he can't just purge top level people now he can purge all the way down and make every single agency a series uh, an agency of stooges I mean climate scientists yeah. shouldn't have a political opinion and if they do they should keep it to themselves mm-hmm. so yeah you say he's up not up for re-election yet what well, would it take <laughs> to, to repeal that would he need both houses of congress or just the senate to repeal a constitutional amendment requires uh, the entirety of the country I believe I, I, th- I mean it has to go state by state and it's like the, it's like having the election all over again and it's not like having uh, it's not like the electoral college where one state is worth more than another every state's going to have an equal say in that fight but it's from what perspective is it from the, the senate uh, let's see, I have to do some research on that fantastic question of how to repeal, uh, I'd have to go back to how they repealed the Volstead Act, that would be the 19th. Pardon my typing. Maybe what you're talking about is open war. <laughs> at that point <laughs> it's kind of like uh, I think we're past the hunger strike <laughs> it's now time to play hunger games I'm just saying if there's any kind of way he can do it I wouldn't be surprised if he tried I, yeah there's everything is on the table there's nothing that they won't try Their all sense of decorum and honor is out the window because these don't, these these words don't mean anything to, to nihilists. They believe in nothing, but <laughs> say are nihilists. That must be exhausting for him. Not really. He's he's all hopped up on benzedrine and fucking Adderall, shitting his pants daily. I was listening to uh, Noel Castler. You ever hear of Noel Castler? Noel Kessler is a celebrity handler, specifically for Celebrity Apprentice. And man, does he just rip into the Trump entourage. You know, he basically, it was nicknamed the shit show because of how often they had to replace his depends. And he was, apparently he's severely dyslexic. I didn't know that. So he would constantly get pissed off Whenever he had to read a three-syllable word, it's probably why you get uh, sentences from him. I have the best words. Uh, yeah, exactly. The dude's lexicon is very small because tiny hands. And also, he can't read the shit, so he just stays away from it. Okay, so basically, repealing a previous amendment requires a new amendment that just has a repeal provision inside of it. <laughs> okay. So it's it's just, it's the same as passing an amendment, essentially. That's why we have so many. It's like you got the 18th, the banning of liquor, then you got the 19th, which is, well, that was 
the right to vote. It, it took a few. It took a few votes. <laughs> then you got the twenty-first amendment. How do you pass an amendment? Let's see here. The states approve it, so you get to thirty-six states, and you're good to go. The state, what like the in the Senate? No, no, no. The, the state, the state itself says this is okay. But who in the state? The governor of the state, the state legislature. It just says ratified by the states. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I, mean... I wasn't ready for this question. <laughs> goddammit. it! I would have done research on it. I think somebody who's actually. I mean, I mean, it starts with a grassroots effort, usually. Sure, but, well, shit, like, say say it is the governor, which, I don't know, it could be. If you if you have a majority of Republican governors and you have a majority Senate, what's to say they can't change the law to make it easier to pass an amendment? It's like you only need a, a, a simple majority. And then you get the simple majority from the governors and boom shakalaka. You got Trump forever. If you have three quarters of the states, he's not that popular. He got in barely. Three, that, that's the thing. What I mean, can the Senate just... Well, can, can Congress just pass a, a law that... Decreases the amount you have to win by to pass an amendment. Let's just say, okay, now it's simple majority. Uh, potentially, that's what they—that's what Harry Reid had to do back in was it 2011 or 2012 when he yeah. when Obama was getting stonewalled by every single Republican, and then Harry Reid is like, well, fuck, we're not getting anything done. So they—he he called it the nuclear option back then, the nuclear option. Yeah. How quaint. And it only opened up the fucking floodgates of what they were able to get accomplished. So, as, a go, as opposed to a supermajority, which is what you used to have to have for a federal judge, you went to a simple majority, and now suddenly, oh man, I was able to get all these judges passed. Yeah, you can thank Harry Reid for that. Yeah, until they lost the majority of the Senate. Oops. Guess what's gonna happen, guys? Yeah. And the cons like, well, it's not just federal judges now. All political appointments uh, in Supreme Court is now a simple majority. So suck my turtle balls. It's pretty good. Uh, it's pretty good, McConnell. Nice job. Thank you. Been working on that. No, first time. Oh wow, it's terrifying. <laughs> I tried looking up uh, parts of his debate, but all I can find are are clips that kind of just make fun of his weird, creepy laugh during the debate that he did. Yeah, and it's that's just a That's like, okay, nobody, nobody <laughs> actually sounds like that. These are monsters. So, yeah. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it, it just... that, that I, That's the theme of if Trump wins is I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's like the future is so up in the air. Any anything <laughs> terrible that you can think of, just assume he's gonna try and fucking do it. If he doesn't like it, it's not. Gonna, he's gonna try and rule by edict as much as possible. Yeah, 
Yeah, if you think he doesn't give a shit about the rules now, <laughs> what happens when he has nothing to lose? I mean, look at what he said at Davos, at the the conference of the of the Illuminati. I mean, of the uh, I didn't call them that. If they're listening, <laughs> uh, the super the super rich, the ultra, uh-huh. the people that own the owners. He he basically said, "Hey, you know what? You're gonna have to put up with everything I say and all the crazy shit I do because I'm making you a fuck ton of money." And that you know what? Rouse standing ovation <laughs> for everything he said, even though they 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 hate him, they despise him really, because the whole point of the Davos concert is to <laughs> concert uh, conference is to show that billionaires are humans too. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, they have to give this guy a rousing ovation. I like money. I like beer. <laughs> and beer. Yeah, so, officially the answer, who the fuck knows what's going to happen if Trump wins again. Uh, he'll probably at least have one more uh, Supreme Custody. Supreme Court Justice pick. Uh, I could definitely see Clarence Thomas saying, eh, fuck it. <laughs> I'm done. What? He's not going to give up power. Clarence Thomas? No. He's going to hang on to it until he's dead. Mm-hmm. Like, I, don't, I don't think it'll be like immediate, but... And also, he might die. He's the old, he's now currently the oldest uh, person on the Supreme Court and the longest serving justice. How old is he? And he has been on for what was that? Twenty? That was nineteen ninety one. Oh, do you see the uh, SNL skit for the Clarence Thomas? Uh... No. Senate, uh, yeah, the uh, the Senate committee uh, interviewing Clarence Thomas. Uh, it, it had like like the the main person in it was uh, Doug. What's his face? I think his name's Doug. Anyway, it has has Chris Farley in it. Uh, it's like you know, it's, it's one of the older ones. But uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's basically they're asking Terrence, uh, Clarence Thomas like a whole bunch of uh, porno questions, <laughs> <laughs> and then like every time he answers, like they all like just like kind of look around at each other and start like whispering. <laughs> <laughs> no. it, it, it's, it's pretty good. Oh god. Okay, Clarence Thomas is seventy-two years old. Yeah, sure, maybe. He might die. Maybe. He could. Anything's uh, possible. Cross your fingers. <laughs> well. But, uh, though maybe not, because he does see, I think he takes care of himself by moving as little as possible. Yeah, sounds about right. He pretty much just puts his vote in. Uh, what's the conservative stance? Okay, yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. Done. <laughs> Good to go. Well, going home. Later, jerks. Uh, I'm being jerks and nerds. 
<laughs> That's about right. Were we going to talk about what happens if Joe wins and somehow goes around planting apple trees or something? I'm not sure what he's going to do when he's president, either. Joe Biden? Yeah. Is he going to go around picking picking blueberries? <laughs> I hope so. Uh, <laughs> it's like, all right, let me just pick out my cabinet. You uh, Call me if there's any emergency. I'm going to pick blueberries with my grandchildren. That sounds fantastic. That you would do, be do that actually job. fantastic yeah. if they just did that. Uh, let me know when you need something signed. Uh, and, um, yeah, besides that, don't fuck the bottom. <laughs> Kamala, you got this? <laughs> don't fuck up. Even if you do, I'll blame you. <laughs> Sorry, this, this is your... This is your uh, four-year-long interview, four to eight-year-long interview for the presidency. Yeah, I guess. Like, all right, whatever. Not exactly the president I wanted, but she's well-spoken enough. Seems intelligent. She'll actually do the job. Yeah. I mean, it's like a- after, like if if Biden wins, and after, you know. He's done. You would assume Kamala Harris would be one of the front runners in the next Democratic primary, whenever that is. Uh, yeah, kinda. Yeah. She is going to be an entity from now until forever. Yeah. Which is so fine with me. That, that, you know, she's not the devil incarnate with, you know, uh, Hillary Clinton. Yeah, she's fine. Uh, she, she was my second pick, like, during the Democratic primary. So, yeah, that was me. But, um, yeah. but yeah, I guess if Biden does win, then uh, you can stop listening to news every day. <laughs> you can just like pop, pop in like once a week. Like, oh, what's happening? Nothing? All right. <laughs> Steady <laughs> as she goes. Yeah. Fuck that, man. You gotta keep these assholes... You gotta hold their feet to the fire. Before, it was just... Hold on and see if you can hang on. Now, it's... Our vo- our voice can actually be heard and the change can actually happen. Yeah. Like, I mean, you, should, you shouldn't let your foot off the gas in that perspective, but... Just like... Alright, now what fucking happened? You know, like, day to day... You know, because Joe Biden's not going to be on Twitter or whatever. Like, you know, they'll have their planned statements. Uh, yeah, you're not going to have, like, you know, like, especially, like, in Trump's first uh, few years in office. Where he's just like, all right. Uh, missiles. Let's, uh, yeah, missiles, Muslim ban. Uh, yeah, really. Let's go ahead and just undo every fucking thing. Yeah, so it's definitely going to be much more chill if uh, Biden becomes president. Mm. And, uh, yeah, he might... uh, We'll see if he can bring about the bipartisanship 
uh, get some good legislation passed, you know, especially in terms of uh, halting climate change. I don't want to meet them halfway on anything. They need to fucking come over to this side. This is bull. This last four years is total fucking horseshit. I'm I'm fucking tired of these Democrats pussyfooting around and and acting like the Republicans are somehow equal in their viewpoint. They're not. Meeting them halfway on some of this shit is like, I'm fucking tired of it. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I mean, as far as climate change goes, yeah, maybe. But what I think is if the more bipartisan support you get for legislation, the more likely it's going to stay in place when you're not in power. Fair enough. You know, if everyone shares in, like, you know, the victory lap, then, then, you know, there's less of a reason for them to repeal it later. But some of the ideas, it's all about the idea. Is the idea good? If the idea is good, it will naturally be gravitated to. So they need to come up with a good idea and then make them fucking come to the table and get that good idea across. Pre-existing conditions was clearly the best idea that came out of the Obamacare administration. Yeah. And everybody is on board with that. Even Trump is on board with that because they tried fighting it. They tried fighting what was a good idea and even their own constituents said, uh, that's keeping me alive right now. Yeah. Well, he's so saying that he's it's all about rights while trying to destroy it. Yeah, exactly. He says he's, but he, he at least has to pay the lip service and say he is for it. But that's just, yeah, yeah it's just a trick. Yeah. Well, he's trying to get it uh, thrown out in the Supreme Court. Yeah. With no <sighs> alternative. Zero fucking point. Yeah, will no replace my fucking ass. Yep. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, so you can expect legislation on climate, you know, to prevent climate change. Uh, it better probably be. have a fucking ma- do. Yeah. All right. Uh, but probably what they'll for- focus on first is COVID 19 pandemic, uh, probably institutes a mass mandate, uh, information get sharing, tes- get more testing, more information. Uh, actual pl- federal plans on how to implement, you know, kids going to school, restaurants opening up, you know, having actual federal mandates as opposed to not doing that. Actual stimulus negotiations not hinged mm-hmm. on a fucking election. Yeah, so that's probably number one. Number two would probably be either uh, revamping health care uh, and or the uh, you know climate legislation and uh, yeah and then keep going in that fashion yeah I hope so uh, the National Highway Transportation Administration predicts that in 80 years by the end of the century temperatures are going to be 7 degrees Fahrenheit higher 7 mm. Trees did not evolve over millions of years for rapid change in climate. 
Yeah. That's the National Highway Transportation Administration saying that. And their conclusion after after this data analysis, their conclusion from that is uh, we're going to roll back emissions standards. Oh god. Burn it all down. Yeah. Why aren't we why are we wasting time? Why why are we still here? You know, let's just burn this up real good and hard and get to the afterscape. But uh, also, another thing I've mentioned that, uh, rebuilding the infrastructure of the country, which Trump did not do. Who said He said he was going to do it, but didn't get around to it. That's not as important as building fake walls and separating but, children yeah. from their mothers. Yeah, well, it's, it's just kind of weird because that that could that would give people a lot more jobs. But I mean, that it's a huge undertaking that has to go on. Of course. And uh, yeah, I think that would really stimulate the economy. Yeah, and, it could have you know, fucking maybe, maybe that's uh, that's how we help to get out of this uh, that we're in. You know, yeah, they had the same yeah. idea back you know ten years ago for the recession, and you know what Obama did was actually put money towards it. Yeah, a nice transportation-oriented development plan of some kind on a national scale would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Rather than just, hey, I think we need a new lane over here. <laughs> oh, seems to be more traffic. Oh, seems to be more people. Add another lane. Hmm, seems to be more traffic. Oh, seems to be more people. Add another lane. That's basically what transportation development and planning has been for the last, oh, I don't know. Let's say too long. Especially in Atlanta. Add another lane. Add another lane. Add another lane. <laughs> Twelve lanes later. Oh my god. Man, why do they still suck? Have you, guys, have you guys thought about like a train? Or bikes? Have you thought about bikes? You know, I'm just throwing no. ideas. I'm just spitballing here. You know, it's just a brainstorming session. <laughs> so, so yeah. Uh, I think a lot more certainty of what will happen if by the president as opposed to Trump. Trump's like, <laughs> what's in the black fucking hole of what the hell's gonna happen? Maybe I'll fix something. No, you won't. No. Nah. Because he is a destroyer. Destroyer of worlds. My first act in my second term is to annex Canada and start chopping down their trees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When's he gonna start looking elsewhere? for solutions getting a little expansive I mean yeah like he's opening up a lot of stuff uh, for mining uh, yep there's a what is it that, that pebble mine uh, out in Alaska that he that he's opening up right that, that's another that's that's another thing uh a big difference between Trump and Biden. I think Biden will almost certainly shut that down before any work gets started on it. It has to. There has to be something. Yeah. There has to be a comprehensive idea and, and a massive reckoning because this shit, this shit is, is hitting the fan currently and it will only get worse. Got to do something yep. before we're making even worse, worse. decisions. They're not going to be decisions in the future. They're just going to be what you have to do. And when people don't really like being told what to do, 
<laughs> so, you want to talk about where the real wars are going to start. It's already brewing. Oh, they've got water and we don't. Yeah, it's funny now. We'll check back in 30 years, see if these comments age well. Yep. Alright, so I think we're good. Uh, yeah. Try to get this either posted up today, which is Saturday, or tomorrow, Sunday, uh, so people can actually listen to it. So I, I actually I looked at the uh, at the analytics uh, yeah. a few days ago. Oh, yeah. So apparently we got a couple people from Russia listening. One from Switzerland, one from some small island off the coast of Africa where Dodos used to live. What up, Dodo listeners? Love it. I kind of think it's probably all Russians, and two of them are just spoofing <laughs> their IP address. Okay. That's pretty funny. So They just yeah. typed it. They're scanning. Wow. They are really reaching... Yeah, <laughs> they found us. Hey, are these guys the influencers? Intelligence. We could be. We accept all sorts of donations from all sorts of seedy, dirty, dirty mobsters. I mean, Russian politicians. So, but in case uh, you're not Russian government agents, hello. Oh yeah, <laughs> thanks hey, for listening. What, what up? Hey, how's it going? How's Alexi doing? You... Is he doing all right? Navalny. No, yeah, no, I, I, know who you're, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick. Well, what's the problem, Alexi? I'm poisoned. <laughs> Shit. No, you're not. You just, it's, just, it's just food poisoning. <laughs> right. Poison. I don't have time to explain. I'm dying. Yeah. Well, he's talking again. He's, he's at least able to sit up. <laughs> Good. Yeah, good stuff. All yeah, right, um, get some fucking uh, some rubles out of this goddamn podcast. That's what I'm talking about. Maybe. And uh, one of our YouTube videos got 179 views. Holy shit! Average viewing, average view time of six minutes. That was one of the ones where I I put in the description, uh, puppies, kittens, and TikTok. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, we tricked some people. I love it. You need to do more of that. Yeah. <laughs> These kittens and TikTok. People listen for six minutes before they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> some guy droning on about statistics in Arizona. What the fuck is this? <laughs> he said, cut. This is not, I was promised cut puppies, kittens. And TikTok. <laughs> I don't think we've talked about TikTok a single time. Oh, that's, that is some funny shit. Okay. Uh, that's good. That's one way of getting listeners. Just straight up live. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah. So, you can email us in at hopesomething6 at gmail.com. We're going to have Selena um, Powell on next week. Yep. I don't know how that is. Um, yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening. And uh, we'll have our next podcast after the election. And uh, we'll see where the world is, or at least the country is. Yeah, as goes America. What's good for America is good for the world. <laughs>
play some play some uh, some Philip Sousa. I want some fucking trombone. I need some more tuba in my life. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. We'll see you later. Laters.